What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to the Malcolm Go Podcast. It is November 1st, 2018, episode 54, and Tyler is back from the dead. He is risen. Oh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you aren't tapping your toes after that fucking intro, <laughs> I just can't help you. That was a good entry. That was good. That was fantastic. That was good entry music for, uh, I couldn't think of anything for the uh, for the Green Bay Packers, so I had to go to my, one of my favorite all-time movies, Fargo. I know it's a movie based in Minnesota that ends in North Dakota. But um, I just I anything about that accent in that movie makes me laugh. So hey, get off your high horse if you didn't enjoy that. All right. Ah, jeez, <laughs> John Lundegaard. It's my deal, Wade. It's my deal. 
Um, I'll probably use the exact same things for when they play the Vikings. I, it won't matter to me. I mean, get prepared for it because it's probably going to be a lot of Fargo yeah. drops uh, when they play the Minnesota Vikings. Favorite scene of all time is when Buscemi's driving out of the parking garage or the parking lot. Holding his face I, together. I, I, I decided I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. <laughs> well, you, you still going to pay. I, mean, I was just – I just put, take your fucking money. He throws <laughs> it at his face. <laughs> it's kind of funny looking. You know, in, in a general kind of way. <laughs> The movie is too fucking good. Uh, I I think of it as a comedy. I think it's a dark comedy. It's the funniest movie of it's, all time. It is hilarious. It's it's fucking perfect. Ah, oh, jeez, he's fleeing the interview. He's fleeing the interview. <laughs> Tansiera, it's a Tansiera. <laughs> I can go all day. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll fax him right over to you. <laughs> yeah, I'll get right. On. I'm gonna fax him right. You, that's what you said last. Uh, time. You want me to do a lot count? I'll do a goddamn lot count. <laughs> um. Well, anyway, Buffalo game. Uh. Just as tight as I thought it was going to be heading into Buffalo on a Monday night. The wind was gusting hard. The fans were into it. They retired Thurman Thomas's number. The dildos were flying left and right. Um, they, just, uh, they just didn't have the offensive firepower to keep up. Uh, that was uh, – I bet that game. So well, we should – maybe I'll address that. I'm back on the wagon. Back on the wagon. Oh, I've been slinging left and right. Parlay, parlay. And the Patriots and the Red Sox really have been helping me. That's pretty much all I've been betting. And that was the easiest bet of all time. 14 points. The it was Buffalo close. Buffalo is horrendous. On offense. I thought their defense was pretty their solid. Defense their defense fine, is for real. But realistically, like the Pats' offense just struggled in the red zone, which is not the, How many Typical. times do they get down to the red zone and not score touchdowns? That's I don't know. They had. Bad. I think they had nine. They had nine points, what, in the first half? It was and they missed. He missed the field goal to make it 12-6. Yeah. And, uh, but he, they should have scored on two of those three drives, at least. Yeah, at least. I mean, uh, the, yeah, I thought their defense was for real. The Patriots didn't really play, do themselves any favors, but Buffalo played that bend-don't-break defense yeah. perfectly, letting the Pats walk down the field all game and then just keep everything in front of them, weren't being beat by the big play. Um, it I, was, honestly, like if you look at what the defense did, it was perfect as long as fucking that idiot doesn't throw a pick six. Yeah. Like you don't throw that pick six. The defense actually did exactly what they need to do. If you score yeah. a touchdown instead of a pick six, I mean, that game's right. And so they actually did it, you know. Buffalo played the exact game they wanted to play. Yeah. Def- yeah. If You know, that's why I think it's going to be tougher when Josh Allen comes back and they come to uh, Foxborough. I mean, it will be, it will be yeah. tough here because Josh Allen's first game playing in Gillette. But, uh, you know, I just thought it was – I knew it was going to be close. If, if you are – Belichick tore Mahomes apart. At least for the first half. Yeah, the Mahomes first is half. just good. Yeah. But Josh Allen is not good. I don't think he's – I'm not worried. Like, this Bills team is just – they just don't feel like they're playing for anything. Like, they're just kind of – No, they're kind of done before fucking ha- Halloween. They're pretty much out of it. So – which is weird because they were in the playoffs last year. And it's almost the same were, roster. You, well, Except no, for they, the uh, quarterback change. Well, they just signed him this week. Tyrod Taylor? Yeah, he's Did back they? on Buffalo. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he just got signed. Uh, he just got – I always was a big Tyrod Taylor fan. Yeah, he's not that accurate, but he he makes a lot of plays, and I don't know. I like him. He's all right. I mean, uh, I think seem to struggle against him always. They do. I mean, they he they let him make his own mistakes though. Yeah, that's what they're the best at. Um, I think the lack of the running game definitely hurt the team. The Corderell Patterson experiment was like a flaming failure. It was not he had, good. He had one good run. I mean, he yeah. runs like a kick returner. He doesn't get low. He doesn't. He can't no. go in between the tackles. Yeah. He's six two and he runs fucking six five. He might as well be standing on stilts. He runs like a kid who uh, 
like on your high school team, just decide to play football the first year. And you're yeah. like, oh, this kid's athletic. Let's give him the ball in the middle. Exactly. And he's just running straight up. And Has just, no idea how to fit no. through a hole, how Doesn't to get small. Doesn't put his shoulders down at all. Like, yeah, just, not at all. Yeah. Protect the football. I like mean, every time a linebacker tackles him, he's like, where did this guy come? Like, surprised. <laughs> he's dead. No, they're there all the time. <laughs> I mean, he can't go inside. It was like, it's more, more important than ever that Sony Michelle comes back healthy this week. If he can't play this week, we're in big trouble. Because I don't understand. I have no idea how they were making play-action passes work in this, against Buffalo. They were making them work, and yeah. they fucking couldn't run the ball for a dick. Like, even James White couldn't get a yard. So it was like, James White, maybe one yard. Corderell Patterson would get like a sneaky two and a half. Kenyon Barner came in and snuck a couple inches in there. I don't know. Like, And then play-action was working. It didn't make any sense. I don't know what they're going to do. Is Edelman like the guy you're gonna put? Like if they do Patterson, why not put Edelman back there? I think Edelman's too important. I don't know if he's built for that. I mean, he's too small. I yeah, mean, I, I guess, guess Patterson they had... is like two thirty. Yeah, he's big. He's six he two really and like two thirty. He's fucking stout. Yeah, he's a monster. I mean, he's gonna be that. I guarantee Sony Michelle's not gonna play this week, and you're gonna see Corderell Patterson no, Michelle, again. I don't think he's gonna come back until after the bye. Yeah, because he's too important. Like, yeah, and it, it, it does bug me when everyone was trashing him. Like Michelle, they're like, oh, anyone could run on this fucking. You put anyone on the Patriots offense. It's always yeah. that. Anytime Blount had a good game, it was, well, why wouldn't he? He's on the Pats. Of course he was fucking going to get it for 120 yards. It's like, it's not that simple. Yeah. Like, these guys are good running backs. And yeah, they've played the system, they fit the system, but you don't just fucking plug a fucking random scrub in there and he's going to get 120 yards. It doesn't work. No. I mean, they, they, but they're very selective with their running backs. Like, they would, going back all the way to like, Ben Jarvis, Green Ellis. It's always about just holding on to the football, gaining positive yardage, yeah. and not fucking fumbling. That's it. Just and don't fumble. never running out of bounds. Yeah. You just, run out of bounds, you're cut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, that and then the red area, like we talked about, which is a Belichick term. That's what we call it, the red area in yeah. New England. Everyone uh, knows that. It was a that. disaster all night. Play calling and execution perspective. I mean, Gordon couldn't get a look. I mean, even though I think he was single covered most of the night. Um, yeah, he didn't really have a great game. I mean, it was real, all pretty much James White. It's just it's like every week he has. I thought he was going to catch twenty balls this game. It's crazy. It's like, and he always gets a first down every time he touches yeah. the ball. It's a makes first down. one guy miss and yeah. goes, and he just he's automatically like boot. He just he's so quick. It's weird. Yeah, that he doesn't look like he's moving that fast. The only time that they blew a play was that one. Uh, that kid Tremaine Edwards made a really good fucking play on him that. Uh, they're b- the Bills' top pick. He uh, was that really fast, big, giant linebacker, middle linebacker yeah. that they uh, they drafted. He fucking stuffed him in the backfield like on a on a screen pass. Yeah, that was like. And then he went on a concussion, and uh, they weren't going after the middle of the field. It didn't make much sense to me. So like that guy, hurt, James Devlin, fucking put his neck roll down, cowboy collar, full speed ahead, knocks this guy out of the game. A guy that's six five, probably two sixty five. And James Devlin's, whatever he is, 6'1", buries him, gives him a concussion, knocks him out of the game, and then they don't attack the middle of the field. It was suspect play calling. Um, no creativity in the red zone. Gronkowski was targeted for only the second time all season That's in the red zone. How hurt is he? Because obviously like, he didn't play the game before. Yeah, he, he wasn't supposed to travel with the team this week. Well, I don't know. He, he, he didn't practice today. So it's a whole thing. I get a whole fucking list of things I want to talk about. I want to talk about Gronkowski for a loss, a few minutes. I mean, has he lost a step? Or, I mean, is this injury? I mean, he, no, even I, the plays he's making, 
Like the plays he's making, like that crazy toe tap catch he made this play, fucking regular Joe's like bums safeties are draped all over him. Like he would never be like even last year, he'd be wide open. You know what I mean? This is why I think he's, he's getting hurt. no separation on any of his plays. I don't think he lost his step. I think he's hurt. Because remember week one, he was even then. Out- yeah, but he was a mon- He had like what do you have, like 120 yards and seven catches. Yeah, but they were still draped all over him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He he hasn't gained. He hasn't gaining any separation against these guys anymore. He's not. That's true. He's he's a bit more of a lumber. Yeah, he's he's turning into like a Ben Coates, Tony Gonzalez type, fucking build up speed late, you know, and then yeah. get open in the zone. Well, that sit is down kind in of zones. the thing about like uh, Antonio Gates. Yeah, he's never like he's just always where he needs to be, and he's he never drops a pass, and he. But he's not like one of those like he's not like Kelsey. Yeah, stretching the field and beating. He doesn't do that, but so maybe Gronk just has to figure out you know how to be better in in and being a different type of tight end now. I mean, all game that guy Matt Milano at BC fucking Boston College average at best linebacker was crushing him at the line. And then covering him in the secondary to the point where he was, he almost picked off the ball that was Gronk's red zone target. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't, it was like, there, these are players that should never be able to cover him. The weird thing is too, is like, all right. So even if he has, has lost a step, yeah, it shouldn't affect you that much in the red zone. No. Well, even if you lose a step, you still should be able to get out of a break or, or, you know, fake something, give him a head nod, give him anything to get open. He can't do that. That's why I think he's hurt. Yeah. Like, these guys, like, Bennett, the year they won the Super Bowl, he played with, like, you know, his ankle was fucking falling off. Yeah. And he would be on crutches all week and then play every week. It, he that guy got good. injured every single game, came out. I was like, up, oh, that's the end of the tight end. No tight ends for the rest yeah. of the year. His fucking season's over. He'd get rolled over. Somebody would look like he tore his ACL, tore his fucking Achilles. And then all of a sudden, they'd tape him up and throw him back out there. Nobody gave him any credit for how tough he was. He was a fucking toughest bastard. He was a fucking... Gronkowski would have been out... 17 times during that season. Yeah, Bennett was a fucking beast. Seven different, 17 different injuries in that season. Gronkowski would have been out of this out of the season, out for the season. That's why I think I think he's I think he's just playing hurt and like I don't know. I think he might have a big second half of the year if he just. I mean, I, I don't know if it's healthy. the back or the ankle. He just looks laboring out there. He's near, not nearly as quick or fast or strong. They gave him one week off, and with his like incentive, his incentivized contract. I don't think he wants to miss any games, but I really think he needs to take time off before the bye. I think maybe they give him, like, if he can play this week against Green Bay just to be, like, a decoy or something, maybe you give him Tennessee off and the week, and then he gets the bye week off. You know, this contract with Gronk, like, so it's great for the Patriots at the beginning of the year. When you're like, oh, it's all incentives. We don't have to pay him. It's not enough. It's on the books, like, blah, blah, blah. But now he's hurt. Yeah. Best case scenario for you as, a, you know, looking forward for long term, you sit him out for four weeks. He gets completely healthy again. He comes back for the second half of the year as the gr- – but instead he has to try to, like, force himself on the field every fucking game. Yeah. This actually is kind of shitty for the Patriots right yeah, now. Yeah, it's hurting them. And you can't – But there's no replacement. I mean, he's at least a decoy. And the th- he's still doing his job as a he's blocker. He's a good blocker, yeah. That's what I mean. And he's and, and, and he's he's healthy enough to dominate a three hundred pound D lineman and fast linebackers at the line of scrimmage. Why can't he beat zone coverage or or man or man coverage anymore? It doesn't make any sense know. to me. Why can he def- Why can he block elite defensive ends, but he can't run into a simple zone and be open anymore? It doesn't make any sense. I know that they're double covering him, but maybe 
Well, you would expect if if he is if he has slowed down, teams would go, all right. Well, Gronk slowed down. Let's yeah. single cover him and see if that works. Yeah. Because you wouldn't like. I mean, the Pats have done that to teams. They've single covered guys like, like I don't know, like Des Bryant, maybe like four or five years ago. Who yeah. you'd be like, oh, Des, you got to double him, double. They would just put one guy on him and fucking still shut him down because yeah. he wasn't that great. No, but they're Jimmy, not doing that to Gronk. Did it with Jimmy Graham for. Uh, yeah. Every time they played him. Yeah, they would just put like Browner on him back yeah, then, and they, he would just shut him down. They put fucking Akeeb Talib on him. Yeah. Um I really I, I don't really think it could be argued that he lost a step. I mean, his ability to stretch the field seems like almost gone. I mean, he 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 had it against like late against Kansas City and that's the last time I could see it. I mean, even the offensive play calling seemed to lose confidence in his typical roots. They like when's the last time you saw him run a seam route? Up the center of the field. That's that Gronk's was, bread and butter. Yeah. When's the last time you've seen him run that route? Yeah. When was the last I time you've seen him, sorry, him catch the ball and, and two safeties would already be at his ankles because he was 20 yards out? Like, you yeah. don't see those plays anymore. You're not really worried about Gronk. Usually, like, four times a game, yeah. like, about, like last couple of years, every single time you catch the ball, you're like, oh, just don't get hurt. Just don't get hurt. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember saying that once this year. It's because no, because there's, there's barely any catch and run opportunities for he him. Yeah, that one three weeks ago now where he fucking stiff armed the guys against to the Kansas City. Yeah, that was nice. And, and then he had the it. long catch down the sidelines. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that terrible safety that couldn't oh, keep up keep with him. Saying Kansas City, I'm, I'm, it was I keep Kansas. going back to the first game. Of but the like year. He won't, he's only had in Houston. He had a good game. Yeah, he's only had two good games. But Houston, I mean, Kansas City wasn't even a good game until. Yeah, he really Late, didn't, like he didn't the have, end of the fourth quarter, he yeah. made two long catches. And that was it. Yeah. He didn't do anything else. Which makes me think against that, a team with no safeties or linebackers that can I cover. No, no Eric Bay, no nothing. Which makes me think though that if it was late in the season and they need to win, they'd do what they did against. Like they'd go to him all the fucking time. I just think I don't know. If something about it's it, hard it's for me for a guy that literally dominated the Super Bowl, dominated it. Yeah. To come, you know, have no injuries at the end of the season, you know, get healthy and then come into the next season and everyone, you know, in the preseason, he's, he looks great. Everybody's all the, uh, you know, reporters say he looks just same. He looks like a killer out there. He's fast. He's quick. And then he's, he's, he looks like, I don't know. He looks like he's like Ben Coates all of a sudden. I mean, he's got Chris Hogan is running his seam routes now. I don't want to say it, but, uh, is this the first year Gronk's had a girlfriend? No. He had her last year, too? Yeah, he had that girl for a long time. Maybe this is the first year he's not cheating on her. Yeah, maybe. Maybe this is the first year he's a, he's he's being, a one-woman man. And is this like a, a boxer having sex before a fight? Exactly. Like, he's like, like he's, all, he's a little... Like, he needed to be a little drunk on a Saturday night yeah. and try and pick up some fucking slut from Quincy. Like, yeah. that was his bread and butter was was fives. He yeah. went after fives. He'd double them up. He'd take, yeah. make, a, make a 10 out of two fives. That was and his fucking fucking live move. his life. Yeah. If you had... Marley big titties. That was all Gronk. Gronk's just like, a, he's still dumb. I don't think he realizes he's Gronk yeah. still. I think he's just hooking up with fucking idiots. He's just a super rich guy that loves to just bang fucking broads. That's why he went, the, literally the whole reason he went to Arizona. Yeah. He could have went to any major college in the world, but he was like, he probably went to Arizona on a visit as like a joke. Like, I don't have to go here. This is dumb. Go to Notre Dame or Florida State or fucking Alabama. And then I went there. It was like, they got fucking pools at the dorms. Look at these girls. Okay, I'll yeah. sign my letter of intent today. It's exa- and you got to remember where he's from. He's from Buffalo. Yeah. Like, I've met two girls from Buffalo ever in my life. And they, we met him after uh, we, a comedy show in Syracuse. 
and they were talking to Go us. Go orange. One of the girls had a giant welt on the side of her head. <laughs> she got in a fight with a drug dealer that morning, and oh. she was missing three teeth in the back of her mouth. The biggest just hoe trash bag yeah. of all time. And that's what I think Gronk loves. Well, he just, needs that. He, he, he needs that home that home cooking. Yeah. There's a couple meth heads from uh, fucking wearing gigantic South Pole jackets. Exactly. Puffy coats. I guarantee you if, you, if you found out, like, if you were to do, like, a demographic on where Gronk has fucked girls, you would be oddly surprised at how many come from Manchester, New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, what the fuck? Like, 15 girls from up there? Like, what? That's his fucking type. And yeah. I think this, old pig. this new girl is, he's like Tiger. Like, Tiger has that fucking weird. Like, Tiger like to fuck that Perkins waitress. Exactly. Down, like, he, had to, he had to get a little grime. He couldn't a, just fuck models. A little grime. That's fucking Gronk. And Gronk is not, he, Throw I mean, a three in there every once in a while. Change it up. Who could fuck models? The only person that could fuck models all day like that is Leonardo DiCaprio. He's the only one that I've ever seen that's ever done that. Yeah, he just even, goes from ten to ten to ten to ten. Even Edelman, like Edelman, has a, a couple pictures of like girls waking up next to Edelman. Yeah, a couple pigs. And they're just Remember a couple the regular suit? dorks. Like yeah, fucking exactly. A fucking fucking East Lynn trash bag. Fucking, exactly. Exactly. Still got a fucking OxyContin prescription dribbled out on her nightstand. Listen, and he's nothing. fucking living there. He just, after the parade, remember that big picture just said, that, yeah. just fucked Edelman, no lie. <laughs> and he's sitting there fucking shit-faced, passed out in her mm-hmm. terrible bed with her flower comforter. Listen, if you're from if you're from this area and you haven't fell for an Eastland girl in your life yeah. at least once, then you're just fucking. You're not living life. No, that's it. <laughs> I don't mean, that's it where the happens. heart the yeah. heart goes to be broken. Eastland. Exactly. Um, and that's what I think Gronk is. Maybe that's it. Maybe Gronk's just fucking. He's not getting his little stank on. I don't know. I, I just, Something's I'm, wrong with him. Uh, something is wrong. I'm hoping it's just an injury rut because, like you said, he looked like himself in Houston. But I mean, he's he's really ever since been a non-factor. Well, it was Houston. in terms of it. His average output, like who was week two? It was, it was Jacksonville. Houston. Jacksonville was three week two. Yeah, and then Detroit. Yeah, so I throw out um, week one. He looked good. Yeah, week two they actually covered him pretty well. Week three again they covered him pretty well. So those first three games are like he had a good game and then he kind of got walked down a little bit, like without no, Edelman and without and no Gordon. Gordon yet. Yeah, and so then it. After that, I think he just kind of has been playing hurt. Yeah. So it's like, I, 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 I honestly, I still am not, if we're being honest, this is a one panic button. This is not a three panic button. It's, 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 it's at least. You know you're a fucking mumbling, stuttering little fuck. You know that? I said that by mistake. <laughs> uh, still works. <laughs> it works, always works. Um, so, yeah, it is definitely a panic button. The other thing I want to do is is uh, talk about, about it being a panic button is, I don't know if the defense is able to, play extra attention to him um, because I don't think Josh Gordon is getting double covered the way that like the Patriots thought he was going to be. I thought they were going to, I think they thought they were going to bring in Josh Gordon and he was going to be this Randy Moss type guy that's getting double covered constantly that would open up the middle of the field for Edelman and Gronkowski. But it seems like people are just single covering Gordon and you know, he's making plays, but nothing crazy. Yeah, he hasn't really Gordon. He hasn't really broken out. What I'm trying to think is he won a game for them, really. No, I mean not really. I mean he's had great plays in games. Yeah, but he hasn't dominated a game. No, he hasn't really. Like James White has won like a few games from this year already. 
in he might be the only, him and Brady might be the only one. I mean, yeah. this week you could probably say the defense won that game. I mean, yeah, they, the defense beat 20, Buffalo. I would say. Yeah, they scored what eighteen points. So the offense, who scored a touchdown? James White. James White had, had of course, he yeah, was fucking he's the only he's yeah. the whole offense right now. Um, and then the defense. So it, it's like, I don't know. I mean, Edelman. This is Edelman's first great game. You'd have to say right. His first what? Great game. Like yeah, he had a hundred yards. He dominated. Yeah, he, he was like nine exactly nine where he needed to be. Exactly yeah. classic Edelman game. Yeah. yeah, dominated. So he feels back. Get Gordon going a little bit. Keep White going, and then the Gronk is the next piece. Gronk is that next piece to really make them like a just a. Juggernaut. I just don't think they're th- they're getting out of Gordon what they th- pictured. I think that they thought he was going to be a little bit more dominant than he is. He's playing yeah. well. He's, he's had big games, but never in like uh, pressure situations. Now like he got it, that fourth and one catch. Yeah, he had that long fifty-five yard catch. I mean, I guess that's true against he Chicago. A, he's but. made some big plays, but I'm, I mean more like um, I guess that was a tight game. But I'm saying like his touchdown against the Colts. Yeah, I mean that was a blowout. Yeah, that was a th- throw it up prayer just to like basically put the nail in the coffin. Yeah. So I feel like he's had a few touchdowns in games that or a couple of his. What else did he score? See, that's it. He's only got one touchdown. Yeah. So, so I mean, I guess and, you need but more he was, from him. Yeah, and he was just getting single covered in, in the red zone. I mean, it was zone yeah. coverage, but it was like they have a, just one man covering Josh Gordon, and he's he's got to be able to win those battles off the line. I mean, he's killing people with slants. I mean, he's the slant you know, king. He is a slant king. Well, his hands are fucking perfect. Dominant, yeah. You know what's weird is like now that you're saying this, because I was thinking like, no, he's he really he's playing fine. Yeah. He's not playing. He's not lights out. No, but I, I made the argument last week. You weren't here. But I made the argument last week, and I'm going to bring it up again because nobody even – not even anybody on Twitter or on email came to fucking the defense because I think – now I think everybody out there, Malcolm Goland, agrees with me when I say that Josh Gordon doesn't want it as, as bad as, like, Gronkowski or Edelman or Hogan because when he got that 55-yard c- catch and run against Chicago and broke those tackles, he was running as fast as he could, you know, and he looked like he was half speed almost. Yeah. And he got down. He got tackled by two some way smaller guys at like the one. There is oh, no possible way no. again that Edelman or Gronkowski or Hogan gets tackled at the one. Yeah, but that's so. Uh, that's actually a hundred percent fact. He yeah. is definitely. But that honestly, uh, yeah, he a hundred percent is not. But he's not. I think he's so he's talented. Not James but I, White. He's, but I don't think White he's, is in that category too. Yeah, White would exactly. score. He White would fucking score. He's a fucking... A lot of players on the Patriots team over the yeah. years. Where I would say every... Okay, I don't think that... Since Terry Glenn, they've had a, like a diva wide receiver that would go down from being tired. That's what I'm going to say. I, I like Josh Gordon, and I'm not going to disparage him. And uh, even though they had that wow. fake bullshit you know that came this up this fucking... year, uh, that fake thing that came out this week that he was late, which made no sense, and nobody fucking... Everybody took the bait on. Did you read that? Yeah, yeah. So everybody took the bait on it, but he started game. he started the game and never came off the field. But yeah. so, which makes you think it was just bullshit. Even Belichick denied it, and Gordon was like, "I don't even know what you're talking about." But um, I love it. I don't think that. I mean, since Terry Glenn, has there been a diva receiver that cared more about themselves than the team? And I, I don't know if Josh Gordon is like that, but I'm just telling you, a guy that gets tackled at the one no. after running 55 yards, unless it was a hard tackle like from the behind. I don't, I don't, I don't see that happening on this team. No, ever. so I know what you're saying, and I don't think he's that cares about himself more than the team. Yeah, 
I just don't think he really cares that much about either. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really give a fuck. Like, yeah. He, I don't he think he cares about stats. I think he cares about probably playing football and winning, but I don't think he cares about like being the guy that scores that. Like he, like I think he was t- like really tired. He said he was really tired, and I believe him. He probably was really tired. It was like a ninety-seven yard drive, and that was like the seventh play of it. So he's probably really gassed. But like it was like me when I was a wrestler in high school. Like I was not a good wrestler, but when I'd get like someone would get me on my back, I would never fight out of it. I'd be like, fuck this. I'm not gonna what am I? I'm not gonna I'm not good enough to come back and win. I would just let myself get pinned. I would, yeah. like that's that's me and Josh Gordon Wait, might Bobby, have the yeah. we have the same mindset. Like, okay, I'm so tired right now. This guy touches me, I'm just gonna fall down. Basically. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that is every every person who's ever played Saga Sai football yeah. ever has always had that moment where they're like I could tell you that might hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm going to get a bruise. Yeah. Go, it's fucking cold out. Yeah. When I'm exactly when I was wrestling, I'd just be like, fuck it. Just pin me. Like, let's go. Yeah. I don't, so I agree. I don't think Gordon, he definitely doesn't have that Edelman mindset. He definitely doesn't yeah. have wrong killer Brady, mindset. White. He does not even come with, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. If your fifth, sixth, seventh best player on the offense doesn't have that mindset. I still think he he's not win. supposed to be the fifth, sixth, seventh best player in the offense. Well, I mean, thing. he's going to be behind Brady, Gronk, Edelman. Edelman, White, and then I don't know. I guess he's got to be the top like receiver. Brown he's in there. He's got to be the top vertical receiver. I mean, there's he has to dominate the outside the numbers. Has to. He, he's probably with Sony Michelle. He's probably the sixth best player on the offense. Not counting any offensive lineman. Yeah. So that's a, I think you could still win with a guy. Like that, I don't think it's it's. He definitely is not like those other guys. No, but if he's if that's the only problem you have, it's like I don't know. I think it's okay, but he's not. He doesn't have that. He doesn't really. I don't. He but strike me as a guy who who needs to win. No, I don't think so either. No, I, I don't think he is. I think he's more happy to be on the team. Yeah, and just if they being win or lose, I don't. Yeah, I think if they win or lose, he's already like, this is already a win for him. Yeah. So this is all gravy. So I don't think he has that extra. But you would have to imagine it kind of rubs off on you after a while. If Brady's yeah. in your face like that all the time, like I think you, you want to win. Yeah, I think you end up like turning into that guy yeah. a little bit. I think Brady can make him into a great receiver again. He's got to fucking just he's like he had that one long. It was like third or third and five or third and it was that it was third and long, and they lofted one up to him, and it was kind of a short pass, and it was to the inside, but. Gordon should have had it. It was like it was thro- it was the early first drive of the game, I think, and it was thrown a little inside. And he was Gordon was up the sidelines. It could have been a play could have been made on it, but he didn't make the play. And I was like, ah, I mean, he could have made that play. Mm. And I mean, he had a couple catches during the game, but I mean, I just don't think an, as much attention is being put on him as they had hoped when they got him. Yeah, well, after the first like the treat couple him, weeks, like the Patriots treated Kelvin Benjamin. Put, like, one corner on him and just shut him down the whole game. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of who I think – that's actually not a bad comparison, though. Like, yeah. I don't think he's he, – I don't think he's going to win you many games. No, he's not going to be dominant 2013 Josh Gordon. No, he's Like everybody hoped. Anymore. Yeah. He, I, he doesn't look as fast or, like, he doesn't have that quick breakaway speed anymore. But No, he had those hands. He still has the hands, though. That yeah. is huge. But, yeah, and he can run a good route. Yeah. He actually does run – good routes he maybe just, he's like your Aaron Quan Bolden the guy that could fight for the ball and just fucking make plays like yeah, I, he's I don't think he's, he's gonna burn anybody up like Randy Moss used to like fucking no, four three he, speed no he can't burn up the field I don't think that's gonna happen anymore it, so I always wonder this about Moss like 
So you run your 40 in college. Yeah. But you're obviously not as, you, you know, you're in your, your the best, like, four or five years into the league. Do they rerun 40s? Like, has anyone no. ever run, like, a 4-140, like, at the age of, like, 27? Like, if Deion Sanders ran a 40, like, five years into the league, like... Think he was faster? It, definitely, for sure. Yeah. So uh, do they ever do that or no? I like, don't think so. Unless they're doing it just to fuck around. Guys do it, like, on the track when they're hanging out, throwing out. Yeah, there's for sure a lot of that. Yeah, I don't think fucking people do it at practice or anything. I wonder what the fastest 40 would be by an NFL player. I know Daryl Green, like cornerback for the Washington Redskins, ran like 4-1, like real, like almost sub 4-1 or something. He was yeah. really fast. Didn't well, they li- said McCourty hit um, the fastest. On pick. Yeah, on his pick, he ran the fastest mile per hour. Yeah, he hit like 23 miles an hour. On, on, for the season, which is like, which, which was, my mind was like, okay. Why couldn't you fucking cover Tyreek Hill? No fucking shit. <laughs> like, I what thought, the fuck? I was the same way when I heard that. I was like, I thought McCourty was like slow all yeah. of a sudden. Like, I thought he was all fucked up and was just a short tackler who knew where to be in the run. He's still fucking fast. What's Blazing fast. That's like fucking 4-2 speed. That fucking bugged me. Yeah. I honestly got angry when bugged I heard that. Bugged you. That's right. I had it written down in my fucking notes <laughs> to bring up later. I was like, you're fucking running 23 miles an hour. You can't fucking tackle Tyreek Hill. <laughs> I thought the same exact thing. I'm like... What the fuck is going on? Like, why do you suck then? Like, what's wrong? Is his head fucked up? Are they trying to put him in a weird position? Like, that was a defensive play calling. I, I don't know. That fucking Kansas City offense is like, I think if Tyreek Hill was on Buffalo, Devin McCourty could cover him no problem. Like, if Tyreek Hill was on yeah, a fucking less that. innovative offense, he could probably cover him and yeah, shut is, him down. Who is that dude who used to be real fast on, um, well, when it was the St. Louis Rams? Like a couple of years ago, he's a real small, tiny guy, but same type of thing, like lightning quick, wicked fast. Like Tavon Austin. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, is that the guy even in the league anymore? Yeah, I think he's on the Cowboys. Does nothing. He had like two. He had like two good years as with like a same type of thing. Like he just kind of worked, and then yeah. all of a sudden, these guys they don't run routes. No, there's no way that fucking idiot for the Chiefs is going to be good in three years. No, it's 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 all play calling. I mean, they're fucking getting them open with long crossing routes and. Yeah. clear outs and shit like that. And it's just the defense didn't know how to play it. So, I don't know. But um, also, like, that guy is fucking, he gets a, a little bit of a bear thrown on him. He's trying to sue the fucking... Cora <laughs> takes league. a fucking bottle off the head and Meanwhile, just brushes it off. like he's he's p- punching pregnant gr- his pregnant <laughs> girlfriend. Everybody's fucking worried about Tyreek Hill getting a little Michelob Ultra in the face. Yeah. Speaking about making Walter, this po- this podcast is sponsored by Yingling. It is sponsored by Yingling Light <laughs> right now. It's uh, coming out of my Tom Brady tap, my fucking the Malcolm Go Studios private kegerator. Oh, it is fantastic. Um, so anyway, the more and more games pass, and Gronk ends the game with like forty five yards with three or four catches on eight targets. The more I get nervous that we're getting close to like the end of his dominance as a pat- pass catcher. I, I, mean, I like, I'm starting to think that. I don't think you'll see another thousand yard season, yard out, of season out of him. No, no, he's got like sneakily has like five almost five hundred yards this year already. Yeah, he's got like four hundred and something. Uh, but he's gonna get more savvy. Like I said, he's gonna be more like the Tony Gonzalez, Antonio Gates style, like ten, twelve yard gains on out routes, sitting in the zone instead of his old fifty yard seam routes, just like yeah, we were talking that, about. His bread and butter is like that twenty five, thirty. I guarantee his average like yard per catch. Probably pretty high. Probably one of the highest for tight ends, maybe yeah. of all time. Because that is his butter is like 18, 15 yards downfield. Bombs, just fucking, yeah. yeah. Going up over the middle, not worrying about getting hit. Like you just missed the two thousand eleven version of Gronk when he could fucking out quick 
corners, yeah. out just dominate everyone up the field before all the like ACLs and the back surgeries. And just still like he's yeah, and he was just a f- running ninety five yard uh, fucking uh, touchdowns. It was fucking crazy. And just we, running like stepping on people's chests after he ran yeah. them over for touchdowns. I mean, like, do you remember there was a? I think I might have been two thousand eleven. He caught a ball in the flat against the Washington Redskins. I guess and, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and two guys tried to tackle him. And he just, like, pushed them off. One of them was wrapped around his legs. Another one was up high. He threw the guy off up high, just kicked the guy off yeah, his leg. Like and then right D'Angelo Hall was sitting there trying to push him out and shoved him, like, as hard as he could. And Gronk stayed in bounds and just ran up the sidelines yeah. for a touchdown. It was unbelievable. One of the best plays I've ever seen. Gronk is going to That was end classic up, Gronk. He's going to end up going down as, like, a shack. Yeah. Like you're he is like, like a Shaq. Because Shaq was, you could argue that Shaq in his prime is the best player who's ever played basketball. Yeah. Like, unstoppable. Gronk kind of has that argument a little bit. He's, like, they're exactly, that's a great comparison. Like, early Shaq could not be stopped. Early no. Gronk could not be stopped. No, like and then Shaq, as Sha- yeah. And as Shaq got older, he had to be more savvy, and he'd get fucking his 18 points, and they'd all be dunks, yeah. and just use his power and his... At that point, his fatness and just fucking throw yeah. people around and dunk on them and block shots. And I guess like that's kind of like Gronk is turning more into a run blocker. Yeah. Which is weird because, like, who's the best tight end in the league right now? Would still, you still Gronk. Would you still take Gronk over Kelsey? Because it's either him or one or the other. And I mean, Gronk. I know Belichick would rather take Gronk than Kelsey. But, yeah. Because the blocking. The personality. But the blocking is everything. Well, Gronk is by far the best run blocker in football. Yeah. And he can still catch the ball. So, like, even though he's not Gronk from four years ago or whatever, he's still fucking he's yeah. be- way better than Jimmy Grant, way better than all these tight ends. Yeah, he is. It, uh, he really needs a humongous second half for him to make the, the full contract incentives, which makes me nervous going to, into next season. Like, that's his final year of his contract. If Gronk doesn't perform as a pass catcher this season – how is that going to affect his negotiations next season on an extension, right? Well, I mean, this is what I was saying about the Pats earlier. Like, yeah. I think they need, for both of them, give him some fucking money. He's, I mean, he's going to get $8 million, but like I'm saying, I mean, assuming he wants an extension and doesn't retire, I mean, Belichick's always willing to pay a blocking tight end, but he's really is he really going to pay... Gronkowski five times the money that he could get Dwayne Allen for, you know, if Gronk isn't dominating in the pass game anymore. I still say you, well, if you, if Gronkowski doesn't end the, end the season with like 900 yards and like six, seven touchdowns, he's only got one touchdown right now and they're barely targeting him in the red zone. Yeah, if he doesn't dominate the rest of the year, someone must have like 12 touchdowns on the Patriots that we can't think of right now. Who has all the touchdowns? Gordon has one. Jo- no, Edelman jo- has James White has all the touchdowns. He must have like 10 touchdowns. Yeah, I think he's got seven or eight. He's got all the touchdowns. <laughs> Jesus. What are we? we get- wow. Corderello's got a couple. Um, Sony Michelle's got a couple. That's really fucking, I mean, that's it. And they've been scoring like 40 a game, though. Yeah. James White must have, he probably has like nine. Defense or nine. has a couple. Special teams has a couple. But yeah. I don't um, know. I just, think, uh, I just think it would make more sense for the Patriots to sign Gronk and then weeks where he shouldn't play, like last week, be okay with him not fucking playing. They could go into Buffalo without Gronk and still win that game easily. They could have, yeah. 
So why not fucking rest him a week, but instead he's forcing himself on the field, and then you don't get as good a Gronk you need when you actually it's, need to It's win. making me worry because Gronk's going to want that same type of deal that he got this year or, or last year or more. He wants He's going to want to be paid the highest a tight end can be paid at all times, but he's not performing like that anymore. He's perfor- performing like a blocking tight end, which is like Dwayne Allen, who doesn't catch a pass. Brady doesn't even fucking think he's on the field. He might as well be a fucking a blade of grass because yeah, he's invisible, sucks. literally invisible. But he, he's a good I, blocking tight end. Like, that's what makes me nervous is Belichick going to make the shrewd business decision and be like, all right, I mean, we really don't need Gronkowski anymore because he can't play like he used to play. Um, so either we force him to retire or we cut him. That's it. I well, mean, honestly, like, if you're thinking about it, this is about the time they trade Richard Seymour, Warrior Malloy, fucking yeah. Willie, like all these guys, Rabel. And this is about the time like Gronk, they're talking about that trade in the offseason. And, and the more you watch it, you're more like that. Those rumors were probably true. Yeah, but he the, he didn't show any signs of slowing down last year. That was, I think the trade, the trade that was supposed to have, supposedly supposed to happen to Detroit was more like, this guy doesn't want to commit to the team. He, all he cares about is money. He hasn't been around. And then, like, once Gronk was like, no, I only want to play here. I want to keep playing. Then I think that that – I think it was a bluff, basically. You uh, – what – I mean, if you look at the trades that kind of – I mean, fucking Amari Cooper got a first-round pick. Yeah. You don't think Gronk could get that easily? I think, yeah. I think Gronk could get more than a first-round pick. I think you can get an elite player for him and a first-round pick yeah, if you wanted young, to. I feel like teams would do that, for yeah. sure. I think you could get, like – you could get – I, I like an elite pass rusher plus a first round pick. I I did, I went we went into the mailbag last week, and I said you know what they, one of the questions was why who would you trade Gronkowski for? And I said well it doesn't make any sense because you're you're getting an elite you're getting an elite player in the prime the prime of his career, and you're basically getting the best contract in football because he gets paid eight million dollars a year as a as opposed to like. A defensive end that pays gets paid like twenty million dollars a year. So like you trade Gronkowski for a first round pick, you better get something in return. You gotta get more than a first round pick. You gotta get multiple picks, like a first and a second, Mm. or like a first and a fucking defensive end. That's sick. You know what I mean? Like Von Miller or something like that. It would have to be something like that to make sense in my mind. You're talking about a twenty eight year old that is, you know, when he's healthy, the most dominant offensive weapon in football. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's 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 still it's tough to answer because I do want to see what he does the rest of the season. Yeah. I still feel like he's gonna come back. Yeah. So if he comes back and has a great year, yeah, I mean, it's a wait and see. I mean, I honestly think, yeah, we have to see what he does the rest of the year and, and how he looks after the bye, and maybe he gets a, he should get a week off, like maybe against Tennessee. Or against the Jets the week after the bye, something something needs to happen. He needs he needs a, f- a long time off to get yeah. that ankle and his back and all that shit ready to go. Just lay up. They still have to play the Steelers. They still have to yeah. play the Vikings. They have a lot of tough games, and especially against Pittsburgh, a team that notoriously has no idea how to cover Gronkowski, which is unbelievable. Needs he needs to be there for that game. Yeah, he needs to be one hundred percent Rob Gronkowski for that game. So. That's it. That's all I got on Gronk today. Yeah, okay. You know, a minute or two. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, so anyway, talking about the Bills. The Bills' offense was a sideshow. They they opened up with that 2008 Wildcat uh, that, that Bill Belichick awesome. figured out fucking two weeks into the game into the season. 
Everybody figured it out. It was a fucking that dumb college offense. I mean, they, that thing worked for about two and a half weeks. Everybody was trying to use it. Never worked. They opened up. It worked like two plays into this game, and Belichick was like, no, this is how you do it, and then it was over with. Everybody figured That's, it out. It's, all it is is you get a one-on-one with a linebacker and a running back, yeah. and if the running back beats you, it works, but it, it, it doesn't happen that often. Not anymore. It Roberts work. is fucking – and Van Noy had both had good games. Yeah. Van Noy is so underrated now. Like yeah. He's become like a, a Rob Ninkovich-style player for this defense. Ninkovich, who was like hated by a lot of Pats fans – I never hated Ninkovich. I love Ninkovich. I just thought he was kind of like a journeyman nobody f- for a long time, and then yeah. he kind of exceeded all expectations and then just got so good all of a sudden. Like He, he was perfect. Like yeah. He made all the plays. There. Like He was what we were missing for a good yeah. portion of last year. Yeah, he really was. The we were whole, complaining about that a lot. The, nobody could set the edge. That was Rob Ninkovich's set the fucking edge. thing. And none of them could set the edge. He can also know how to do it and rush the passer, Yeah, which people can't figure out they can do one or the other and they don't like adrian claiborne who yeah. can't figure can barely figure out how to rush the passer um he allegedly that fucking pro football focus they have like adrian claiborne's like the number two he's got like the most second most pressures in the nfl whatever fucking stat that means i haven't even i can't think of one yeah he's i mean he's gotten like two sacks and i mean pressure i don't know what a pressure is what's a pressure you You've bent it's, close to the quarterback yeah. when he threw the ball. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, the only pressure I have in my life is my ex girlfriend telling me I need to come to these doctor's appointments. <laughs> I'm like, did you get off my back? I'm fucking busy. All right, get tested. <laughs> yeah. Something bad's come up. <laughs> yeah, um, something I can think of. I mean, the uh, the Bills' offense. They're trying to double reverse flea flicker pass. That was adorable. It oh. was. They they really were like a. Uh, I mean, they were. Just like a college offense trying they, – they knew they had no chance, and they had to fucking bring out – they'd empty the kitchen sink. Well, I heard the rumors going in is that uh, the Bills wanted to start Derek – the head coach wanted to start uh, Peterman. But Ugh. the team fucking hates him so much yeah. that uh, they said if he started Peterman that the team would have uh, – Not they, showed they, up. They would have forced the coach to – get fired yeah like that's the level of they how he much they is hate this not guy. an nfl quarterback well he's a, just a he's an embarrassment to them yeah like it's like it, it, it he literally the they fuck. they should have beat houston in houston and he threw a pick six for no reason like just basically like you knew he was gonna do it like he just throws interceptions that's he's all he does fucking garbage he is a human pick six that's what he is so which i mean maybe this isn't the podcast for it but it's always the it's a podcast for everything. Kaepernick's got to be better than him. Kaepernick. Kaepernick has to be better than him. There's like fucking, I mean, there's plenty of college quarterbacks right now that are already better than him. Like yeah, Tua could be. I think both quarterbacks in Alabama would be better. I would put Jalen Hurston instead of fucking that idiot. Oh well, yeah, I mean, there's no he choice. Should, how the fuck? Where, I don't even remember him in college. Like, where did he come? He played from? at Pitt, and it was actually like pretty good. And. uh I remember a lot of people mocking him to the Patriots because he has like a pro style offense and he was like really good at pit and he's got a quick release, but he's just, I, he can't handle fucking NFL. Uh, not a winner. He just can't handle the NFL pressure at all no. or speed. He's just fucking completely collapses on himself. Yeah. He really throws does. up on himself on the field. Um, he's just bad. It's just embarrassing. I mean, this game could, could be closer in Foxborough, Buffalo at the Patriots. If Josh Allen comes back and, you know, I mean, it was depressing that it was that close, honestly. The offense, the Buffalo offense was so bad. Yeah, you never really worried. No. Here's a stat, though. 
I thought this was interesting. Derek Anderson has thrown seven touchdown passes in eight seasons. Really? Like in the last eight seasons? Yeah. He's had seven touchdowns total. He, but he's, he's, he's been in the league for the last eight years and only he's thrown seven. Like he was the toast of the town when he played for the uh, Cleveland Browns for a couple of years. And then he was he's backed up uh, uh, Cam Newton Cam for a long forever. Time. Like, that's actually exactly as a quarterback like what you want to be. Yeah. One touchdown a year as a backup, not really come in. Hit. Yeah, yeah. Hold the clipboard, come in, throw a fucking uh, meaningless touchdown. Still pad your let stats. everyone know you can play. Yeah. Like if I come in, I can still do it, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, they literally said that. I, I didn't. I didn't know. They said that he like they called him off the like the golf course. He's like a scratch golfer, yeah. and he was like just playing to try to get into a tournament. And they're like, you want to come be the quarterback of the Bills? And he was like, yeah, probably not really, but. How much money are you talking here? Yeah. And then he fucking quarterback of the Bills two weeks later against the Patriots on Monday Night Football. Man, I know, that is great. Imagine just though, like, call, someone calling you, like, when I get a call, it's like, hey, you want, like, $40 to help me move for eight hours? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, you want to come make hundred and thirty grand for a couple of weeks? Like, come on. Just a- but I got no quarterbacks. You fucking look. You can throw the ball somewhere and hit a player with the same color jersey. Yeah. So we'll let you play for the Bills. Yeah. Here's a. How, I wonder how much he got paid because he's only been on the team for two weeks, right? Yeah, two or three weeks. I wonder how much he's getting paid. It has to be a fucking. I'm sure the veteran minimum, whatever that is, fucking seven hundred thousand dollars, something a year. Who knows? I don't know what a veteran minimum makes in the NFL these days. Yeah, so he's probably made like a, a couple hundred grand in the couple weeks he's been. Yeah, which just is chilling. fucking. <laughs> that's so sweet. It is. Uh, I mean, it sucks can to we be talk about how do- dominant Stefan Gilmore's been and Trey Flowers in that game? I mean, every play, fucking, they try to run uh, Shady McCoy to Trey Flowers' side. He was just on him. And Stephon Gilmore absolutely eclipsed dumb Kelvin Benjamin. Uh, that fucking slow. That that Booger McFarland. I don't like his analysis, but he had a great fucking uh, line. Said that he was uh, Kelvin Benjamin was one Popeye's biscuit away from being a tight end. <laughs> that was a fucking great <laughs> that line. That is good. <laughs> Booger McFarland still bugs me about him is that we still have to watch the fucking the play from last year where he didn't score a touchdown yeah. and remember the one in the back yeah of the I room? remember like, is this a touchdown they still show that replay all the fucking time like that play would have ever met like the Patriots won that game it was the game was over yeah was, they won that game end, by like over twenty one points I that remember. was to end the half to yeah. like tie the game up and yeah. then they didn't tie it up and they got blown out yeah. so maybe you guys are just fucking pathetic yeah you got your fucking heads kicked in I hate seeing that fucking replay and that's all I think of Kelvin Benjamin yeah Kelvin Benjamin I mean he is slow as fuck and I mean Gilmore is just he's, Gilmore's an animal is he the like he's on a 2014 uh, fucking Revis level right now I think he's better I, I don't know about that but he's fucking. I, oh, I I think he's uh couldn't fill me up. I know. I went, <laughs> Give me a fucking halfer. I went three quarter Jones on. <laughs> oh, fuck me. I uh I think I don't know. I haven't seen a cornerback play this good in like since the rules have been changed. Yeah, he's been for the Patriots. He is absolutely lights out. Yeah, he's been just as he's as advertised. He's getting all, yeah. all that all that money they gave him is fucking paying off. Exactly. Yeah, working, he's worth every penny. Worth every penny so far. It sucks because like. They, everyone's like, oh, last year, mid last year, they're like, oh, they should have paid Butler. They should have paid. They shouldn't even come close to paying Butler. No, Butler is <laughs> compared been terrible. to how good Gilmore is. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's they're so different. Awesome. Look, I love Butler, but the way he's playing in Tennessee is like, is it's sad watching him. And I think that the Patriots are gonna fucking 
expose them when they play uh, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I don't. Th- I mean, obviously Brady just doesn't give a fuck. Like, yeah. I feel like he just sees red when he's on the field. Yeah, he's like, gonna eat everybody. He just wants alive. to kill you. But he has a soft spot for Butler. Yeah, he definitely. I mean, he won him a Super Bowl. Yeah, he fucking loves Butler. I mean, he saved. I mean, he didn't win him the Super Bowl. He saved the Super Bowl for him. Mm. Um, he, that changes Brady's legacy. Yeah, a thousand does. percent is because of him. So it would have been he, three and three. Yeah. Instead, he's four and two. So and I think he's going to attack the three. guy that got pulled off the field, Logan Ryan, and said, "Yeah." <laughs> um. So anyway, we got big game coming up this Sunday night. I'll be in attendance, section two hundred four. Oh, hell yeah, lit. Uh, the Packers coming in, fucking. Uh, only the second time uh, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers have faced off. Uh, I actually remember the last game. It was when the 2014 Patriots, Patriots went out to Green Bay. Yeah, and then they didn't come home. They went to San Diego and stayed there. And they dominated San Diego, and that was when the yeah. team really bonded. They, yes, galvanized, they as shit. they say. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, fun fact, the, the team to lose this game... The last two times they played has gone on to win the Super Bowl. Ooh. So uh, the Patriots lost last time, went on to win the Super Bowl. The Packers lost the time before that. They went on to win the Super Bowl. Packers, oddly, with a couple weird moves this week. Yes, they traded away their top, one of their top defenders, their best secondary player. Yeah, they're, their they're best, their definitely defensive. for sure most impactful secondary yeah. player. Ha ha, Clinton Dix. Yeah. The week before you play Tom Brady. I don't know. I mean, I guess you had to. It was the trade deadline, but um, it's kind of a weird move. It's definitely going to fuck up their communication. I mean, he was like one of the top-rated safeties yeah. in the league. And he's on the field like every fucking play. Yeah. It would be like trading Patrick Chung this week. Yeah. You'd be like, what the fuck are we... Like, or Devin McCourty. Yeah, same yeah. thing. Who you are just, we going to just... We have no one? You're right. going to plug a fucking backup in and just yeah. feel like you're just as good? Um, I get the Ty Montgomery move only because... He was he fucking lost them last week's game. And, well, that is a bit of... If that's why they traded him, it's like, maybe you guys should relax. But <laughs> I understand... He for sure lost in the game, too. But I understand that more because like you don't really... He doesn't really have a position. Yeah. He was like a running back, but now they have that guy, Jones. Yeah. And he wasn't really a wide receiver. Like, he was a tweener. There. Yeah, so it's like, what the fuck is he going to Traded him to Baltimore, whom I hate. Yeah, the Ravens. Um, no, wait. No, the uh, Ravens got Ha Ha Clinton Dix. No, the Redskins got Clinton Dix. Oh, the Redskins did. Oh, well, that's a weird move by Baltimore. Why the fuck did they pick him up? And the Baltimore got fucking Montgomery. Who knows? I don't know. That doesn't matter. Who knows how these people think? <laughs> I can't I can't do it. I, I can only do a Malcolm Go podcast <laughs> and, and judge them for it. Yeah. Um. So they're, they're trying to make this the Rodgers and Brady a goat rival thing. Like, it's not. You can't make a, a greatest of all time rivalry out of these guys. They've played two times in their career. Brady has five rings. He's been to the Super Bowl eight times. Uh, I, I'm not going to fucking sit here and cite it for you. But, like, Brady, Brady versus Rodgers' um, playoffs, like, records are outrageously different. Yeah, the primetime numbers are outrageously different. The the numbers like versus a 500 and above team, Brady's like 750 points. He's like a seven. He wins like 75 percent of the time. Aaron Rodgers wins like 45 percent of the time. It would be like comparing like Kobe and Dwayne Wade. Yeah, it is. Like Dwayne Wade, yeah, he's he's great and he's solid for like his generation. But Kobe is like a like a like as good as the sport is. Yeah, Dwayne Wade is like he was good when he played. Yeah, Rogers is good, but he's Rogers fucking... is great, but his fucking I, I don't know. Maybe his coaches always sucked, but I don't know. McCarthy's supposed to be this fucking this one of the best coaches in football, and he's he's always drawing up these plays. 
I don't know. They, they're fine. Like the, the Packers are always fine. Yeah, they're good. I mean, but then they choke in the playoffs, and I think it's all Aaron Rodgers is never a great playoff quarterback. Well, the biggest problem or with a fucking primetime quarterback. For this that. is honestly the most underrated thing about Brady is that he's never fucking hurt, and if yes. he's he is hurt, like you can't tell ever. Yeah, Rodgers is hurt all the time. I've never. I can't remember a game, a, a season where Rodgers has been hurt. He if he's hurt. not running on one leg, and it's like, oh, he's awesome because he threw for 200 yards and two touchdowns on one leg. Well, He's got a broken fucking, collarbone. Fucking, He's had the broken collarbone for 75 years. Yeah. Breaks it every single year. He's fucking Romo with a championship. Yeah, he is. But he's... He's better, for sure. But he's, definitely, he's not, like... He's got the best arm in probably NFL history, in accuracy, in NFL history. Yeah, but, especially on the run and all that yeah, shit. He can do all that shit. He's but, like Mahomes is a lot like him. But, yeah, just, I don't know. He's not as big a winner as Brady is. He doesn't no. want it as much, and fucking his team doesn't play, or doesn't doesn't rally around him as much. No, for sure not. Brady no. is a fucking. He's a magnet for six. Yeah. He's a magnet for greatness. He is a psychopath. And Josh and- Gordon says that this is a uh, place that they breed greatness. Yeah, that's exactly. So that's that a, a great line. Yeah. So. Um, if that didn't get you fucking you know, a little, little, little fired up, got a little chubby, got yeah. a little chubby on it. It's like when George got the uh, massage from the male yeah. masseuse. Yeah, it moved a little bit. Moved. Sure. What are you going to do? <laughs> it moved, Jerry. So they got to win with four rushers this game. The Packers don't have a good running game, so it's going to be imperative that the Patriots are able to cover with their seven, you know, dropping seven and win, rushing four. Maybe this is a bigger game for Dietrich Wise. I don't know why he's not playing as much as he is in the first place. I mean, he's a better player than... Adrian Claiborne is. And I think that this is a, a perfect... You put Dietrich Wise on one side, Trey Flowers on the other, and you just go after him. You know, win with four fucking rushers, drop everybody, and fucking hope to fucking God you can hold on. And I don't think Aaron Jones is that great. Like, no. So Hightower in the middle should be able to be... It should be fine. Like, if that's how you lose the game, is because Jones is going to destroy Hightower the whole game, then, like, I think that's a... a I would roll that dice no. all day. I don't think it would happen. No, I don't think it might be time for like a NASCAR front where they go like Adam Butler and Der- and Trey Flowers on the inside and put fucking Rivers and Wise on the outside yeah. and really fucking Quayborn rush them. Yeah, and mix, mix Quayborn it, and then detackle that type of shit. Yeah, it would be yeah interesting. Yeah, get, you got to get after him. You got to win with. You, you can't beat Aaron Rodgers blitzing him or sending fucking six guys because he's just gonna pick you apart. Especially the secondary. I mean, the, it's too too slow. The linebackers are too slow. It's it's gotta be you gotta get in there and fucking bash these guys at the line, st- you know, stunt their fucking routes and basically get after them and the, and and don't let them break the pocket. It's gonna be yeah. another fucking, you know, it's gonna be the toughest test of the season. Green Bay's given up a lot of points this season. They're also they have a tough passing D. They're only giving up two hundred twenty one yards a game, passing. passing. Wow. Well, and, they just got rid of their fucking apparently best. Yeah, their safety number one safety. Wow, so. I don't know. I mean, and I don't know on their team who can cover Gronkowski if Gronkowski's ready to play or if he even can play. I mean, Mike Pettin is their D coordinator, and he was the guy that was like, you know, he was the D coordinator for the Jets, those Jets teams with Revis in 2009, yeah. 2010 that really like were really good and really beat the Patriots. And were like the only team that actually gave the Patriots trouble in this whole dynasty was the 2009, 2010 uh, Jets. Those Jets teams were fucking. Hated them. They were good. I mean, their defense was so good. So, I mean, the the main thing about this game is probably going to be can you outscore Rodgers? Because I have very little confidence that this team is ready to defend Rodgers' passing offense. Um, 
I don't think it's going to be quite like Kansas City where it's going to be a track meet, but there's going to be a ton of points. And I especially expect the Patriots to struggle early trying to get to Rodgers and cover tightly. It's going to be, I don't know, it's going to be up and down the field, I think, for both teams. Yeah, and the other thing is, like, uh, when they played the Chiefs, they were able to confuse Mahomes enough in the first half yeah. to kind of fuck them up. They're not going to be able to do that to Rodgers. No, they're not. So they're going to have to figure something else out. So it's like, that does kind of concern me a little bit. Like, can the Patriots offense just keep putting up points? They're going to have to keep putting up points. Without a running back and maybe without Gronk. Yeah. I don't know. Bottom line is, if the Patriots don't win more battles at the line of scrimmage, then they're going to get, I mean, scorched on defense. Um, they got to play disciplined in their rush lanes, like always, which they haven't been doing. Dominate on offense and win this game. That's the only way they can do it is basically... Their offense has to dominate, maybe score almost every time they're out in the, on the field. Yeah. Uh, Luckily, this game's at home. Yeah, exactly. Because it's going to be loud. Hopefully, it's going to be cold. Not that cold will bother Green Bay, but hopefully it's windy. Something fucks up. Something fucks with them. I mean, I just hope that the defense comes to play because it's going to be a tough game. I mean, I expect this to be a high-scoring game, but I think the Patriots make one more play. Maybe it's a, a Brady classic comeback. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's going to be tight early. But you can't. You the the thing with them is you can't go behind because I don't think that fucking I don't know. I just don't think the defense have the horses to fucking hold them down. So you have to stay. You have to play from ahead yeah. against a team like this. So I'm thinking the Brady's got a classic comeback in him. I think he's gonna win this one. I think maybe they're gonna be tied 35-35. Maybe minute ten seconds left. Patriots get the ball. Brady takes them down for a field goal, and they win 38-35. Um, almost in that ballpark. I think, actually, the Patriots' defense matches up pretty well with this offense. Devontae Adams and Gilmore, Chung, and, and it seems like Jimmy Graham, he, he's yeah. going to eat them alive. Like, I, I like where the Patriots' defense is going to be. I'm saying I'm tw- saying 27-31 Patriots. Oh, you go opposite. Okay, so thirty. So you think they win by four points? Okay, the line's six and a half. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's a high high line. Don't worry, I'll talk myself into Sunday. Yeah, I think over. the Patriots were what are they seven point favorites against Kansas City? So fucking, I mean, it's about the same shit. So I don't know what the over under is, but it's something. Um, anyway, I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. And fucking, you got any plugs? Um, no, I got nothing. Fucking uh, career's going well. Pretty much blank until uh, <laughs> unless anyone out there, any of you guys out there, want to book. <laughs> I got you. Just ask people, ask people from Malcolm Go uh, Studios if they would like to book Tyler Trainer for fucking comedy gigs. This is true. Yeah, whatever. Take whatever you can get. Um, anyway, we'll see. cheap bargain. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Go Pats. All as always, follow us on Twitter at Brady Disciple at Malcolm Go Pod. What at maybe it's Tyler. At maybe Silo, and we're gonna have that uh that special uh Malcolm Go Sachem's PVD uh, Thanksgiving game preview coming up. Oh, so I can't look wait. Look forward to that. If you guys are excited, weeks. we're gonna get that going. We're gonna, we're gonna break uh, down two hours, uh, two two and a half hours <laughs> on the Sachem offense. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll do the defense the week later. Yeah. Um. So anyway, um, get after us. Talk to us on Twitter. Uh, always send in your questions. Malcolm Go Podcast at Gmail dot com. Remember to rate, subscribe unsubscribe resubscribe treat tweet retweet put it on facebook do whatever you want to do just uh be interactive with the show we love it all right go pats love you guys
special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.